Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz, where you meet the artists. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Mike is at the Rehoboth Jazz Festival, so he may or may not be calling in um, today, but that's okay because I do have a fan co-host with me. Um, If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Al Turner's picture that will bring you into the show page. Below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. Um, today I am interviewing, or I should say my co-host, Ollie and I are interviewing bassist Al Turner. He has a brand new CD called Simply Amazing. Welcome, Al, to the show. Well, thank you, Terry and, and Ollie. Thank you for having me. I'm honored, and uh, it's a privilege to be on your show. Well, we're glad, glad to have you, and Ollie Jones is my fan co-host. Welcome, Ollie. Hey, Terry. Hey, Al. Hi. How you doing, Ollie? So, Ollie sent me a request to interview Al about his new CD, Simply Amazing. And what I like to do is when an, a fan does uh, send me those requests, that kind of request, I um, ask them if they want to co-host the show because fans are always welcome to co-host the show with us. And Ollie said yes. So, he is our fan co-host today. So, we're going to welcome him again and welcome Al. And um, Al and I were just talking. He's in Delaware, a couple of hours away from the Rehoboth Jazz Festival. Um, Al said he totally forgot all about it. So yeah, it's been a while true. since you. Uh, <laughs> you say it's been a few years since you performed there. Yes, it has. I, I performed there um, with Bob James. I want to say seven, eight years ago, and it's it's like two hours away from my house. So. You know, every year I'm either working or, like this year, this weekend I was actually home. Uh, I just totally forgot about it. Mm. Well, being the homebody that you are, I'm sure that, you know, once you're home, you're home, and you want to do things around the house, spend time with the family, and just kind of relax for a little bit. Yes, yes, indeed. It's uh, been a pretty busy year this year. Um, You know, I've done... uh, multiple tours, so yeah, when I'm home, I'm home. Okay, now that takes me to my first question, you being busy and on multiple tours. This Simply Amazing CD is your fourth album in 10 years, is that right? Correct, yes. Wow, 10 years, so I could I could ask what's t- what took you so long to put out this next CD, but I guess with your touring schedule and you're performing with so many artists, that would be the answer. That is correct as well, and you know it. Um, it takes a, a while for me to actually complete a, a project from start to finish. Uh, being like you said, uh, touring and, and performing with other artists, it's kind of difficult to just you know sit down and just do it all in a, in a week or two or a month or, or however long it takes. You know, so mm-hmm. I do it. Uh, uh, you know, at my own pace and, and not rush things, make sure that I'm happy with the uh, the songs. And, and uh, it's, it's, you know, it takes a little, little time, but uh, I'm very pleased with the results. 
Okay, so tell us about Simply Amazing and some of the artists that are, you, uh, are working with you on this. Well, Simply Amazing is uh, the titled song is is a tribute to my grandmother who's 104. When I set out to do this record, wow. Yes, and uh, it was actually the last song that we wrote for the record. But uh, when I set out to do this record, uh, you know, I, I co-wrote uh, most of the record with other uh, artists. And uh, this last song, I wanted to do something for my grandmother, and I, I contacted my good friend Leroy Hyder, who's a great pianist, keyboard player. Um, and I said, you know, I want to do this song for my grandmother. And I have a title, but I don't have the song. So we co-wrote the mm -hmm. song. And uh, it's entitled Simply Amazing. And it's a beautiful song. It's kind of different for me. But uh, I, I love the song. It's a great song. And I, I named the album Simply Amazing. You know, some of the uh, other artists that are performing on the record uh, have Earl Clue, who's my longtime uh, colleague. And I've performed in uh, his band for over 22 years. I'm his <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just Excuse me, something Hello. caught in my throat. Uh-oh. But, yeah, I've <clears throat> been with Earl 22 years. I'm his music director, and he's my good friend. I have uh, Eric Marienthal, great saxophonist. Uh, I have Ray Parker, Jr. I have uh, Marlon McLean, uh, Ron Otis. I have uh, some guys who I've met here in Delaware recently. Uh, Monty Q. Pollard and uh, Mark Mitchell mm -hmm. and who else? A bunch of other guys you know, but it's it's a great record. I'm very happy with it. I'm very okay. pleased with the, uh, the artists that, that gave of themselves to make this record what it is. Now, one of the artists is Marcus Anderson. Um, is this your first time working with him? Yes. I'm glad you mentioned Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the first time we actually worked together. We met uh, some years ago, and uh, the song he performed on, played on, um, I was actually on tour with Kim, and I was in his hometown this particular day, and uh, a friend of mine called him and said, yeah, you know, I got Al Turner in the car. We're going to get some lunch. So I, I said, Marcus, man, how you doing? I got this song, man. I want you to play on <laughs> And he played on it that day. So, and that's how a lot of the record worked out. You know, Marcus is a, a phenomenal saxophonist. Uh, played flute on the record, uh, soprano and uh, alto saxophone, uh, tenor sax on the record. So, okay. Yeah. What's the name of the song? The song that Marcus played on is called. Um, well, you would ask me that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have the credits. <laughs> you would ask me that, and I should know it. <clears throat> well, while you find it, I have to um, find it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, I am okay. So that's okay. No problem. Um, I'm uh, go over to Ollie um, because I had asked Ollie before the show started. I had had he seen you perform, and he said yes. So, Ali, uh, please share that story. Yeah, uh, actually, his uh, cousin is a minister at our church, and uh, 
I was telling them about this bass player uh, that I had heard, you know, and she was saying, well, my cousin's a bass player, you know, he's he plays with Kim, and I said, well, what's his name? She said, Earl Turner. Al Turner. I said, well, I said, it's the same guy, you know. So, uh, ha- so it happens, Kim was on tour down south, and he came through our little town here, and I got a chance to meet Al. Uh, he called and said they had just finished sound check if I wanted to come down to the theater, I, you know, come down and talk to him. You know, I went down and we talked and had dinner there where they had backstage and got a chance to meet Kim and uh, it was really, really great, you know. All right. Now, I, I'm sure, Al, because you played you play with so many artists and I'm sh- uh, and some of those artists have been here in Vegas, so I'm sure I have seen you. I'm playing with them. I just didn't know who you were at the time. Um, but right. uh, next time, yeah, you know, from now on, I will pay close attention to the artists that come here and and the band playing with them. So um, next time, you know, you're here in town, I will definitely come up and introduce myself um, to you. Yes, please do. Please do. Okay. And I have to apologize. Marcus actually played on Peacefulness on my record. Okay. And um, it's funny because... When I record songs, I don't have titles for them. And mm. uh, Simply Amazing was actually one of the first songs that I had a title before I recorded the music. So usually what happens, my process is kind of strange, but I record the music, and then my wife, who's a genius, uh, usually comes up with titles or helps me, you know, in, in that yeah. respect, to come up with names for the songs. Okay. You know, peacefulness is funny because <laughs> I was thinking of the original title of that song, and I was going to say it. I was like, no, that's not the name of it. <laughs> but I have working <laughs> titles for songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the okay. final title is Peacefulness. That's the song on the radio. And it's okay. featuring right. the great Marcus Anderson, who plays with Prince, by the way. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right, well, I will play that song, but I have a phone call right now, and it is Miss Wanda, the jazz lady. Hi, Wanda. Hi, Terry. How you doing? I'm good. I just called to say hello to Al and tell him that this was a nice CD. Well, it's thank you. So simply amazing, and I heard you talking about the Marcus Anderson cut. Peace for yes. this. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much. Thank you. It is so. As a matter of fact, I have three of your CDs sitting here in front of me. Oh, great. Where are you? Where are you located? I'm I'm in Maryland. Wow, right up the road. I'm in Delaware. I live in Delaware now. Wow, that's right next door. <laughs> yes, it is. So, how did you get started with this bass playing of yours? Well, I'm originally from Detroit. I started at the age of 12, and I'm now 13. (laughs) Wow. No, No, but I've been playing for over 45 years and started at 12, grew up in the 60s. Uh, Motown was alive and well in Detroit and uh, had a lot of great influences. I met a lot of the Motown artists and musicians of the time, and Started playing in um, basement bands, and after I graduated from high school, I uh, started playing with the Top 40 band. We played in local bars around Detroit and Windsor, and 
Anita Baker was our lead singer. And oh. This was before Chapter 8 and before she started recording her records. So that was kind of the beginning. And uh, okay. just kind of snowballed after that, you know. Great. Well, what's it like working with Mr. Paul Jackson Jr.? I love him. Oh, Paul's a sweetheart. I love Paul. He's a great guy. He um, actually played on uh, this last record. He played on um, Time for Change, and he also played on my first record. So Paul's a great guy, a phenomenal musician, and just an all-around great, you know, guy. Great, great. Well, I'm not going to hold you. I just wanted to help say hello, speak to you, and tell you that you have some lovely music out here because I love it. Well, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. That makes me, that just made my day. You know, talking to Terry and Ollie and, and you, that that's, you know, it means so much to me. It really does. Well, great. Well, it was just great speaking with you. I love talking to my jazz artist. Oh, Wanda, yes, thank you. Does. Yes, she does. She calls in almost every show. So that's all three at church today. <laughs> Randy, oh, that's... Randy, Randy Scott, Tim Bowman, and Isaac Parham. Oh, wow. I work with both those guys. All thank those you. guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Randy wow. and I. Uh, writing partners, we had a group together back in Detroit. I produced a song on Tim Bowman's record and played on a few of his records as well. Wow, they are they are just awesome. I mean, I I love all of you. I'm, oh, I'm, thank I'm, you. I love, love you too. Huh? I love you too. Thank you so much for your support. Well, you're welcome, and you have a good day, and enjoy the rest of your interview. Oh, I thank will. You, you have a great day. I All appreciate right, you, girl. You Thank you. All, All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, before we get into the music, Ali, do you have a question? Yeah, I was going to ask him. You know, you said he's a, he said he's a music director for Earl Kluge. He also is a music director for Kim, too. And I was wondering, well, how is it hard to transition from one to the other, say, if you're playing with Kim one week and the next week you're with Earl Kluge? You know, is that a transitional thing, or are you just – it is a, it is a slight transition, but I've been working with both guys for for some time now, and um, you know it's pretty easy for for me now. You know, uh, Kim is a little more hands on. You know, as an artist, he likes to do things in uh, a certain way, and the, you know, my job as a musical director is to um, just make sure the artist is happy. You know, make sure the music is correct. The guys in the band are doing what they're supposed to do, and um, you know, it's 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 a challenge sometimes. But but you know, Earl's a pretty easy guy, and like I said, I've been playing with him over 22 years, so I know most of his music. So it's fairly easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I love both, you know, situations. Totally totally different, but I love both of them. How long have you been the MD for Kim? Oh, probably five, six years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, well, let's listen to Peacefulness. Is there a story behind this song? There is a story behind every song, Terry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love those stories. This song, I, this song I co-wrote, 
Yeah, I co-wrote this song with my good friend Dana Davis, uh, who's from Detroit. And uh, this was one of the songs that took me forever to finish because I, I did the track and I had probably a hundred different ideas for melodies. So, you know, it made me feel a certain way. And um, that's why I called it Peacefulness. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Peacefulness with a saxophonist Marcus Anderson.
case is Al Turner's new release, Simply Amazing. So now, Al, when you saw Marcus and you told him that you had a song that you wanted him to play on, initially, was Marcus the artist you wanted on this song? No, it wasn't. I actually asked uh, another great saxophonist who I met recently, Vincent Ingala. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, and Vincent actually was going to play on it, and he was in the process of doing his new record, and I understand how it is, you know, as an artist, Mm -hmm. and uh, he just got busy and tied up and couldn't do it, so um, I had to uh, call Marcus. Okay. Well, you know, even <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and it's funny how things work out because I had no intention of, you know, I didn't even, you know, like I said, it was kind of one of those things, you know, I was there and he, it was just meant to be. I truly believe in how God works, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was just one of those situations where God just worked it out, you know. And either one would have been a good choice. So, you know, either either person would have been a good choice. That's good. That's good. All right, uh, mm-hmm. Ali, you have a question. Yeah, I was going to ask. Hey, I noticed. I don't know a whole lot about bass, but I know notice uh, he uses a fretless uh, bass sometimes. Is it a process where you choosing which which bass you're going to play, and you know how do you work that out? You know, do you write the song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I, I kind of you know look at each song differently, and whatever I feel that the song needs in terms of especially for myself as a bassist. You know, sometimes I use uh, electric, uh, fretless. I use uh, the acoustic bass, the stand-up bass on a few things. And I use uh, several electric basses. I play most of the lead uh, bass lines on a six-string bass. And everything else is either four or five-string. But I I treat each song, you know, on an individual basis, and I kind of, you know, kind of know what I, w- I want to hear on that particular song. So it's it's a pretty fairly simple process for me, you know. And then I'll try different things. If it doesn't work, then I'll try something else, you know. Right, right. Now, I read that um, you wanted to play drums, but that your parents squashed that because of the noise and um, kind of <laughs> steered you. But you ended your brother really kind of steered you to playing the um the bass. So, did you has that been a, a decision that you've ever that you've regretted ever? No, not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I, I truly believe that uh this is my destiny. Bass is is my first instrument. Uh even though I want to play drums, I'm a drummer at heart. They go hand in hand because bass players and drummers, they have this kind of thing that they have together that they lock into and I still you know on some of my songs I still program drums and I I try to program them like a drummer so I'm a drummer at heart but I'm a bassist as well and I also play some keyboards and I dabble in a little guitar so but now do you think that had you continued to play the drums that you would be such an in-demand um, musician like you are now with the bass? I truly believe so, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if that were the instrument. Because, you know, I look at instruments as being tools to allow yeah. us as artists to communicate what's inside of us. You know, so, you know, the music comes from, from God and it comes through us. And, you know, being a drummer, I probably, you know, would have just did it a different way, you know. But... 
you know, like I said, it. Uh, I'm still a drummer at heart, <laughs> I guess. But uh, and, you know, being a songwriter, you know, I think the songs come across uh, in a great way with me being a bassist. So. Do you do you get on stage sometimes and just get on the drums and play? Not on stage. No. Okay. <laughs> I actually bought a drum set some years ago, you know, to try and fulfill my fantasy. But uh, <laughs> no, there's so many great drummers out there. I don't I don't embarrass myself. Okay. I know sometimes when I go to a concert, you know, we're so used to seeing an artist play a specific instrument that when they play another instrument on stage, we're kind of surprised because they rarely do that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's a saxophonist. He may hop on the drums and start playing the drums, and I'm like, oh, he plays the drums too. So I was just wondering if that's happened to you and then the audience reaction to that. Um, you know what? I like yeah. that idea. I may work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you have a drum set, yes, definitely, definitely. And we've interviewed Ron Otis um, uh, on the show here, so I noticed that he plays with you as well. Yeah, that's my left hand. Ron is a great guy. I kind of um, kind of raised him in the in the music industry, music business. You know, I got him uh, on one of his on his first recording session back in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. funny. I don't okay. know if I should tell this story, but I will. Please <laughs> <laughs> we, we were actually in the recording studio recording, uh, and Ron was probably 19, I would say. And, you know, we went into the, the wee hours of the morning. It was late. And so we get this call in the studio, and it was Ron's mother. And she didn't ask to speak to Ron. She asked to speak to me. Because <laughs> I was responsible for him, <laughs> and she was just called to make sure everything was okay, and you know, everything was all right. You know, so I, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, when you started playing the bass at twelve, you began by self-teaching yourself how to play it. Correct. And then you yeah. took private lessons. How did you teach yourself how to initially play the bass? You know, again, it's it's one of those things where I truly know that that was God's gift for me, you know, because I look back on those early days when I first started. I had no clue as to what to do other than I went out and bought the space on the recommendation of my older brother, and I kind of mimicked and emulated uh, other basis that I saw or heard. You know, back then we we had record players. We had to learn uh, by, you know, picking up the needle, putting it down on the right spot, you know, so it took hours. We don't have all the tech. We didn't have all the technology that the kids have today, you know, Mm -hmm. to learn. So, you know, the discipline and the way that we had to learn back then really, really made us into different types of musicians. But uh, it was just you know, it's it's God's gift for me, and, you know, I, I just learn by ear, you know, and, um, you know, sit down, learn records from listening to a lot of the Motown records back in the day. So that's mm-hmm. how it happened for me. You know, once I started wow. playing, I realized that I needed to take some lessons, you know, but I was already playing professionally before I started taking lessons. 
Okay. I want to mention that Anita Baker um, is is uh, my co-host Mike Reynolds' boo, as he puts it. Um, okay. He loves her. <laughs> Absolutely loves yeah. her. Yeah. Well, I, I know why. <laughs> he, um, I was visiting Baltimore. We were going, I think we were at the um, Cap Jazz Fest, I believe. And he was taking mm-hmm. me back to my hotel, and we were talking about Anita Baker. And I said something, and we were on the freeway. And I said something, and he almost stopped and put me out of the car because I said something about Anita Baker. So um, uh, I wish he was here to hear this story about how she was the lead in this band that you guys started out with before she became Anita Baker. So that's so yeah. cool. I have to let him know that. And then later on, I actually, you know, I recorded on her My Everything record. And uh, every now and again, she'll tweet something for me, and you know, tweet me. And she's she's a beautiful artist, beautiful lady. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, I um, want to listen to another song, Al. I'm going to let you pick it. I would pick "Simply Amazing." Okay. Now, is your grandmother still alive? Yes, she is. She's 104. Uh-huh. She'll be yeah. Her birthday's in March, so this. Coming March, she'll be 105. I was just in Detroit recently, and every time I go, I try to get by to see her, and I just saw her. And, uh, Mm. yeah, she's still alive, looking good. Wow. Wow. Bless her heart. All right. This is Simply Amazing, uh, inspired by Al's grandmother.
beautiful, simply amazing. The title track from Al Turner's new release. Uh, what a blessing to, to still have your grandmother with you. That is awesome. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a yeah. beautiful song. Very beautiful mm-hmm. song. I agree. All right, Ali, you have a question? Yeah, I know. I want to know where the burner came from. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Actually, I was performing back in Detroit in my early days, and I was uh, working one night in this club, and uh, one of our friends came in, and he gave nicknames to everybody in the band. And he said, (laughs) Al Turner the Burner, and that had stuck with me from the early 80s, I I believe. Yeah, probably 82, 83. And that's been my nickname ever since. Very appropriate. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you played on stage? Were you very nervous? Yes. And probably, well, I think one of the very first times, other than, you know, our local garage band kind of things, Mm -hmm. we played at one of my aunt's wedding receptions. (laughs) And it was a disaster. <laughs> because the guy that was supposed to play drums last minute decided that he didn't want to do it. So he didn't show up. So we didn't have a drummer. So it was myself, this guy playing piano who was, you know, a drunk. <laughs> oh wow. And we didn't rehearse with him. It was just it was just hilarious. It was it was crazy. But that was one of my first Memories of being on stage, actually. Mm, interesting. Now, um, I read that some of your music has been featured on television and radio commercials. Can you tell us what, which ones? Yeah, I actually, I don't know if you remember a song, a, a uh, television show called Herman's Head. Mm-hmm. It was an old show. Uh, well, okay, I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I uh, helped do the music for that, and I've played on oh tons of radio commercials for everything from Ford, a lot of the you know car manufacturers, Pulte, Builders, uh, all kinds of different commercials. So played on mm-hmm. a lot of different records uh, over the years. So yeah. Okay. All right, Ali, um, you have another question. Yeah, I was reading in this uh, for bass players only thing uh, that you had a uh, some kind of connection to James Jameson. Oh yeah, well, other than the fact that he was to me one of the greatest bass players to ever live, he uh, was the bassist for Motown, and uh, my aunt uh, has a cousin who actually married James, and uh, so a lot of the family gatherings that we uh, went to, uh, you know, I would see him. And back then as a kid, I didn't really realize how much of an influence he would have on me as as a bassist. You know, he was just uh, James, you know. So, but yeah, he's uh, one of my huge influences on bass. Okay. All right. Now, um, I read also that you have re-released your first CD. Yeah, actually, the first CD I uh, put out myself, uh, it was called It's Good to Have Friends. And um, 
I actually renamed it. I actually got a uh, distribution deal with a small label, and they renamed it Moving. Actually, so yeah, mm-hmm. and and now I'm actually thinking about putting it back out again. So, but it's still available online. So, okay, okay, and so you're gonna re 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 release it. Okay, cool. It's still it's actually still out there, so I don't know if I really need to. Maybe just blow it up some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Al, what's the next song we're gonna hear? Uh let's play Beat. Beat is a song that I uh, co wrote with the great Barry Eastman. He uh did a lot of things for Billy Ocean and a lot of other artists. Uh he produced some Anita Baker uh later records and uh we came up with this song and it's B B E A T stands for Barry Eastman Al Turner. You know what? And it features Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> my apologies, but I did not load that one up. So No worries. Mm-hmm. What do you have up? Whatever you have up is fine. I have a dream, early morning, flying high, hometown green, flying high. riding. Uh, ah, Okay, flying high. Yes, sir. That features my good friend Tom Braxton on saxophone. Yeah, that's the song there. You like that one, huh, Ollie? (laughs) Yeah, that's my go to work in the morning song. Okay, Okay, okay. Cool. All right, this is flying high.
Ollie's favorite, Flying High. This <laughs> from Al Turner's new release, Simply Amazing. <laughs> you driving to work on that one, Ollie? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the burner there. Ah, uh, thank you. That is, a, that is a great song to get you going in the morning, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, Ollie, you have any, uh, another question? Yeah. Uh, who You know, if uh, on your who are the top two people on your playlist? If you know you sit, you finish sit down and listen to some music. Who are, who are the top like on your iPod or iPad? Who who's on your playlist? Top two. Wow. Well, I love my man Fred Hammond. Um, mm-hmm. Fred and I mm-hmm. are buddies back from uh, the old Detroit days, and mm-hmm. I love. I, lately, I've been listening to Bob James and David Sanborn. Uh, mm-hmm. Double Vision record. Um, yeah, I've been yeah, working. Yeah. Bob's a good friend of mine, and I worked in his band for over ten years, and uh, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite records that they did together. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, um, let everyone know, Al, where they can find you and your music. You can find me. You can actually find Simply Amazing and my other records uh, on iTunes, CD Baby. Amazon. You can go to my website, alturner.com. Uh, I also perform with Kim. I'll be uh, setting out on a tour this uh, winter, this fall, starting in November. Uh, we're going to be okay. touring around, uh, and I also work with Earl Clue. So you can uh, find out all that stuff by uh, going to various websites, uh, my website, Actually, uh, in the process of uh, putting up a new website, uh, it should be up. I have a website up now, com, but I'm redesigning it. And uh, the new, new and improved com will be up uh, shortly, probably this week. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. And are you on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of those I'm places? on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. You can uh, go to Twitter and Follow me at Al Turner Music. I'm on Facebook, Al Turner Music. All right, then. There you go, people. Definitely check him out. Basis Al Turner. The new CD is called Simply Amazing. Highly recommended. Definitely recommended. I definitely picked this up. All right, I am going to close the show with Time for Change. Tell me about this song. This is a song that Eric Marienthal uh, is featured on, and it's a great song i love it and uh time for change is the song go out and get it go out and get it all right thank you al it's been a pleasure having you on well thank you terry it's been a pleasure and an honor to be on your show and tell mike hello ollie thank you again and uh, hopefully i'll see you soon thank you simply amazing Simply uh, amazing. You. <laughs> Ollie, you did a great job. Thank you for co-hosting. I thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and Ollie Jones. I'm going to close the show with Time for Change. This is from uh, Basis Al Turner's new CD, Simply Amazing. Definitely pick that up. Thanks again, um, gentlemen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. This is Time for Change.
thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.